Welcome back guys, this is the Vancouver Hustlers. I'm your host Umar Khan. I'm your co-host Joshua Adera. And we got 3C right over here. Look, of course. Like, yeah, yeah. How was it? Yeah. Capitalism. Corporate. How was it? Or whatever. Start your own thing. If you don't want to work for them. No, not necessarily. Start your own thing. But let's get straight to it, guys. Who's three seed? Um, three seed is basically um, we do elite skills training. Elite skills training. Yeah, it's, it's basically global. It's very soon to be global. We're going to India and China and stuff. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, but um, yeah, we basically do skills training, but we also do leadership and wellness. So um, the leadership is just leadership talks. Okay. We also implement leadership in our workouts, and then um, yeah, man. So and then the wellness part is meditation, just mindfulness and medit like all that stuff goes into our workouts. So, stuff. Yeah, man. That's dope. Cool, so cool. basically, the reason why we got you out here is because you're a hustler, man. Yeah, we yeah. see you on the ride. Come up, right? We're on the come up. You're on the grind. You're on the hustle. Like, what's what's some what's some feedback you give all the young listeners, all the beginners that want to make it to like where you are or even like past, right? Yeah. Um, what I'm still learning as I I do this is that like you gotta have patience. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Hard work. Sacrifice. These are all one words, but they hold so much value, man. Like, for example, when you're talking about consistency, being consistent on reaching out to people or being consistent with work workouts, being consistent with yourself and your dedication, how much time you put into the game or your craft or in business, how much time you put into your uh, business. So consistency is key, man. And like <clears throat> persistence, you're going to go through some stuff. Uh, how are you going to bounce back from it, right? There's going to be people that are going to say no to you. I've had hundreds of people say no to me in Vancouver, in Toronto, in New Brunswick. People have said no to me, but I, that self-belief, I know that I, I study the game more than most people. I know that, you know, what I do is I, I'm very confident in it. Right. Right. And, I, and once you know that, you can't lose, man. And you think that comes from like more, the more work you put in, the more belief and the more confidence, right? Because the more you know, right? Yeah. And just like that and also just your actions, man. Like, right. Over time now, I've had some great players get trained by me and like, they believe in my work. Right. <clears throat> so that gives me, um, how I got started was actually one of my players from JUCO. Okay. He actually was the first person I ever trained. He actually went to the University of Texas after. Yeah. It's a high oh. D1. Nice. And uh, he was playing in the Canadian League. Yeah. And he reached out to me. He said, yo, you want to train me? Yeah. You want to do some ball handling with me? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then um, after I trained him, he's like, yo, man, like, because I was talking about like, not playing professional or whatever. So he's like, yo, just start your own thing, man. Yeah. He's like, you have the skills and like, you have the vision. So two months later, you know, Ducey popped up. And that's yeah, where you started. That's, that's where it kicked where off. That's where started. So th yeah, yeah, that belief, man, it right. built over time, but he gave me that belief, man. Right. Bro, what do you do, man, when it's like, like you notice, uh, I don't know, for you, was there like gaps where it's like, yo, I've been at, let's just say 400 for so long. It's like, why am I not growing? What do I have to do to get to that next level? Mm -hmm. Or do you not do you not pay attention <coughs> and worry to followers? Because you feel like if, if you're just going to be real and authentic, they're just going to come. Just focus on mm -hmm. what you're doing rather than, okay, I have this many followers and that person has that many, blah, blah, blah. Like you said, you're, you're studying, you're doing your craft, you're putting in time consistency, mm -hmm. and you feel like if you just keep doing that, they will come. Just don't pay attention to numbers, they'll come yeah. and... and you have to, the the followers will come, but you have to put in the work in a sense too, right? Yeah. So, um, say I went to a school, I did a talk, I would tell all the kids to follow my account after. Yeah. So it's not just that one connection I have with the kids; yeah. they can reach out to me after. Yeah. 
right? And if I go to high school or if I go to a gym or like, it's that consistency, man. It comes back to those words. I think consistency is key, man. Like, for me, it's not even about the followers. It's about the impact you have with how many followers you have. Yeah. Because when I ha it doesn't matter about how many followers. You can have 100 followers, but if you're only impacting one out of 100, that's, that's, you've done your job, man. Yeah, as long as you can get one. It depends what you're valuing. If you're valuing your ego, yeah. then you're going to be like, oh, I have 20K followers. Like, yeah, man, this, this is it. Right. But no, man, the reason why I do it is that I have 20,000 people who I can change in a positive way. Right. Who I can leave an impact. I've had DMs from kids that said, yo, man, you stopped me from committing suicide. Wow. You know what I mean? That's, that's just, that's, that, that goes beyond basketball. Right. And I, that's just like, I've had like 15 of those. Oh, that's crazy. Dang. You know what I mean? Not yeah. even suicide. I'm talking like depression. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or like, yo, man, you've helped me through the struggles. Or like, you know, you're, you're doing, like, you're the only one doing this in the community, like spreading love. Like, that stuff means more to, to me than anything. Does yeah. it ever get to your head? What, social media? Yeah. No. We talked about this before, but... I feel like if you're well equipped with the tools, meditation, journaling, and um, you, you're ready to take it on, it won't. There's a big Sean line. What does he say? He says, <coughs> he says um, you know, show love when you feel hate, but also show love when pe the people are showing you love. It doesn't matter if they're hating on you or if they love you, you still show love to them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's real. Sean. That's, that's deep, real, bro. Yeah. So for me, like, yeah, it bounces off, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause I know why I'm doing it. Right. And it's greater than just basketball, man. And that's what gives me the most. <clears throat> that's what fills my soul on fire. Right. Basketball is an outlet. Yeah. It's not everything. Okay. Yeah, it's and like your gateway to like. Exactly. Uh, yeah. where, where does Josh take place in three seed? He does a lot of the the strategies, the marketing. He he gives me ideas. Right. Yeah, he's been since day one, man. So. You know, I'm just hype, man. But at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just learning too, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean. Bro, I believe everybody Josh, needs a partner. Bro, Josh has such a guy. Toronto vibe, man. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> trust, bro. You're just one of like those, like the man who who always has the woods, you know? Like, <laughs> trust, bro. The man who always has the woods, always has the whip ready. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> chill, bro. No, but he yeah. does like the. He, he gives me ideas. He'll pitch ideas to me, and like. Yeah, I believe in that, man. I don't think everybody can do it alone. You need somebody you need there to help yeah, you. Yeah. You need a partner, of course. It's crazy. When I first started, I'm gonna tell you a story about Josh. He probably doesn't. I haven't told him, but. Man, I was selling these bum-ass shirts. Yeah. Right? I was like, yo, man, I need people to buy this shit. But in my mind back then, I was like, yo, I was like, whoever buys this, when I started getting gear or whatever, when I started making gear, I'm just going to give it to them because they've supported since day one. Yeah. He was one of the first people to support since day one, you know what I mean? Wow. Like, he bought my first shirt. There's a couple others, you know, like all my close friends and stuff, but like... It shows you, man. Like, yeah, it's definitely like loyalty. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wanted to go back to how you're saying your awakening from when you were injured, bro. Ooh, that's good. Because yeah, like, yeah. people good. need that, yo. Like your calling. Like, I guess. What was your calling? Like, do you, and do you feel like everybody hits a wall? Like that's that was your wall. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like you hit your wall and like, okay, this is it. Um, this is how my life's gonna be now. I'm mm -hmm. gonna make sure every single day I'm alive. I'm gonna chase that. Yeah. yeah. It's weird because. I've always felt this weird thing ever since I got injured. I always felt like I have a calling on the planet, but not every has this feeling. That was it felt like I was born to do this. It's like it's like God's you know God's calling or whatever higher power. Like it's weird, man. It's just like this push. Everything has happened for a reason in my life where it's like pushed me towards better things. At the time, though, I didn't think that. At the time when I got injured in Toronto or like 
when I entered in California, like all these things are happening in my life. I'm like, yo, like why is this happening? Like, but now if I look back, I'm like, holy man, like if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for New Brunswick, I wouldn't be in Tony Robbins. You know what I mean? So yeah. all these experiences shape who yeah, you are. But I can't even be. tell you like what this feeling is inside. It's like something is guiding me, man. Right. Bro, you ever think of you think of this? Just just me thinking of asking the question is scary, but what would your life be if you never started playing ball? I ask myself that all the time, man. Yeah. Because I, I didn't grow up around the best people, you know? Yeah. I grew up around some, like, especially in elementary and stuff, man. Like, the, I was hanging around with older crowds. So it wasn't the best of, like, people I was hanging around with. Like, but basketball kind of saved me, man. Like, when I was young, I didn't, like, that's why I didn't get into, like, drinking and stuff. I never drank in my life, man, and stuff like that still. Wow. But it kept me so focused, man. You even know in high school, man. Like, I didn't even go to my own, uh, what do you call it, prom? I was in the gym, man, getting up shots. Straight. In yeah. 12, like. Yeah, that's crazy. It was that serious. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, yeah. yeah. I know that feeling, man. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was so focused on it. Like, everybody has a different thing, though. Like, for me, it was basketball, and now. But basketball's not my life, man. I don't think ball is life. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, basketball. It was an outlet for yeah, you, right? even now it's an Before it was an outlet. I thought ball was life, but now it's like it's an outlet for me to. Do better you know, things. Yeah, do leaderships and, like, give back to these little kids and, like, but yeah, without basketball, I couldn't tell you, man. Right. I don't have an answer for that. Right. Dang. Yeah, right, but back to the kids, bro. What's the importance of giving back and helping kids for you specifically? And and you, Josh, take turns. Mm-hmm. What's the importance of it? Man, for me, it's like the greatest thing is is that when you do things for other people and you don't want anything in return, that's the biggest reward. Um, I said something. I said this like a couple of days ago. I said like when I'm on my deathbed. I don't care about anything I accumulated. I learned this over time though, like I don't care about the car I got or even the books I read, to be honest with you. I don't care about any of that. I don't care about anything on the external. But what lights my soul on fire is like, yo, giving back or like going to Tent City, which is in Wally, and just not even giving anything, just giving my time. Sometimes I'll go there and just sit with them. I'm not sit with them, I'll talk to them. I wanna hear their stories. I was just there last, last weekend Crazy story, man. So this guy, I was like, yo, how you doing, man? He's like, yo, I'm amazing. He had a smile on his face. I was like, yo, like, you know, like that shook me and said, like, I know people that have millions, they're not millions, but I know people that have money driving nice cars and I ask them how they're doing. They're like, shit, man, I'm stressed, bro. Like, fuck, I gotta pay a bill. Like, right. but this guy has nothing. Yeah. He doesn't even have a house to live in. He's like, he's smiling. He's like, yo, I'm good. Was he high? No. <laughs> no. no, but I know what you mean. But that feeling my, where you just, like, you just love life. It's energy. That's his one experience. I have so it's, many of those, it's man. It's gratitude, like, yeah. It's that like gratitude. Like one time, like we were walking and some guy's like, yo, look at that sunset. But a regular person's so busy in the like world, they don't look at a sunset. Right. But that's what I started appreciating more, learning from these people. And like that's, I don't give without wanting anything in return. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that brings up a key point. People think when you showcase this stuff, that is ego. Why are you putting it out into the world? Because if you're doing good, why do you have to tell people? But why does the media never really show good? It's very rare. Oh, it shows bad, right? Yeah, and like, why is social media as a form of we can see twerking and we can see people getting beat up and like we can see all this stuff and we can see girls half naked? But it's it's, it's, it's it's weird if a person posts something positive. That just shows you where we're at as a society, man. Right. And that's what I do. I post my stuff because I want to show kids you can do good. So you want to see, you want to start the difference that you want to see in the world. Yeah, man. I don't like people. I don't get why people say that. Like, 
Show you're doing good so kids can be like, yep, this guy's doing good. I want to do good now. Yeah, right? man. It's not about like, yo, man, oh, yeah, I see a like, yeah. nice girl model on the Instagram. Oh, yeah, I want to be like, that's what they're looking up to. Right. They're not looking at people that are doing good in their community. It's, right. it's, it's twisted. So that's the truth. Yeah. And the, the people that say that it's bad to go on Instagram and expose gratitude or like expose you giving back, right. that shows them stuck in the system. Because they're not even doing it themselves, right? No. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they might be, but they're like, yeah. they're stuck in the system to think like, oh, yeah. They're doing it for the ego, right? Right. Yeah. But yo, but here's the thing, right? Let's just say that was you, deep. Okay. Yeah, that was really that deep. Was deep. But but just to add on to that, right? Let's just say you gotta mix it up sometimes, right? You gotta like, okay, you're showing people, but you gotta make sure you're doing it enough on the side where it's like you didn't just do it to flash the camera, mm-hmm. right? Because sincerity always comes in the way, right? Yeah. Everyone's going, like, wow, you're such a nice guy, you're such a nice guy, right? For you, you're very spiritually grounded, right? But for someone like me, I feel like that would that, that might get to my head. Say, whoa, I am a good guy. Right. What would you say then right? if you're in his shoes? Would you say, so, now you go, you so, no, so, no, so what, what, what I'm saying is, yeah. what you got to do is, yes, you do have stuff publicated, but then you also have that extra behind the scenes that nobody yeah, knows yeah, about. Yeah. Oh, yourself. yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man, it's, it's, you just got to know why you're doing it, right? Straight. If you're doing it for the ego, and like, it's different, right? Like, before I started 3 Seed, we had a non-profit for like four years, right? Like, no one knew about us. Still don't know about us, really, but we did it out of our the love, right? We still do it because of that. And that's the thing, right? Like, you, you wake up because you're passionate for this, right? Yeah, is yeah. your full-time thing right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to school a little bit, but... It's you just, do training yeah, and, yeah, and 3C, yeah. You know, I was going to say, add on to that, add on to that like, um, in that book, Power of Dallas, it's you mentioned it's not ego if you're aware of it. Like, yeah. If you know what you're doing, like, if you're, mm. if you're aware of, like, what you're doing, it's not, it's not ego at all, so... Right. You're just trying to start a change, right? Exactly. Like, a cycle of other people want to look up to you, so they want to do it themselves, word, word, right? Yeah. Um, it, talk, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, no, what I was gonna say, it also yeah. comes down to when you just you just said if you know what you're doing, it's not ego, right? It comes down to like your self belief. If you know you're doing it for the good, mm-hmm. right? And then you're broadcasting it too, just so you can, you know, that hey, I'm hoping someone's gonna see this and do good. It doesn't matter a fuck what anyone else thinks, right? Exactly. Right? That's right. what I, that's what it really comes down to, right? So, you guys right? don't you guys don't listen to that chatter, yes, you guys are in your own head, yeah. so that's the yeah, thing, bro. Once you're true to yourself, it just it doesn't matter what 100%. anyone else thinks, exactly, anymore. yeah. Um, yeah, talk us a little bit about your non-profit that you guys do. Like, obviously, you, you, I know you don't want to go too much into depth, like what we were just talking about. Yeah. But if you want to give a little bit of what you do. Yeah, man. We do, we do a lot of work in the community. Just We used to do a lot more in Vancouver. Now we're trying to do more in Syria, like the 10th city. I don't know if you guys know where it is in yeah. Wally. Yeah, yeah. So we, we do, we're trying to get more kids involved, man. Like, it's basically bringing up leaders, young leaders. So, like... We'll get kids at these events handing out stuff, handing out clothes, food. And we also go to schools. Um, we're, getting, we're starting a mentorship program for young kids okay. at, at, at schools, after-school programs, stuff like that, man. Try to build up these young leaders at a young age. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's our main thing with it. And then so they start the cycle again where they want to do it for everybody else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. be the change? Which is cool, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. and how did the idea come apart? It was just like... Going back to like your calling. I'm yeah, like, when I had you... my spiritual awakening, it's crazy. Like, yeah, I don't know if I want to call it that, but like when I when I started realizing life's bigger than me. Yeah, I remember I was journaling one time and I was like, "Yo, man, like I just I journaled the name down, like live to empower, and like I journaled on, like twenty names, and like, I asked my brother, I'm like, yo, we should start something like very small." And I remember our first event was like three people. Yeah, wow. It was like East Side. Now we have like 40, 45 people. Wow. So it's grown, you know. Yeah, and just getting everybody you can yeah, to yeah, help yeah. out. Yeah, so people just come out. It's kind of cool now, man, because like, like it's just like it's, it's set up now that it might last forever, even when we're dead. 
Because they're starting that community. Because people have people have joined now that are committed, and if we die, yeah, live to empower won't be like it's sustainable. You know what I mean? Right. That's awesome. We have other passionate people where it's like when we die, like other people carry on now. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool, man. That's really cool, man. Holy crap! You're starting something, and you're only 24. You guys are only 24. That's crazy. Uh, Wow. You guys are 19, man. Yeah. No, but even like to think about something like that, that's crazy. No, but that's that's the thing that motivates us, right? You guys are still young, man. 24 is nothing, bro. Right? We're 18. We're pretty close to you, but just to see that, hey, these guys are just four or five years ahead of us, right? Yeah. And they're at this level. We gotta now. It's like the pressure's on, man. You got four years to, (laughs) you know. We gotta, we gotta, you know. If not, get your level, but even like like exceed, right? Right. The pressure's on. Exactly. Yo, he, he did what he did his thing in three C for like one 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 and a half years. So yeah, man, it's just it just takes wow. work, man. Right. Yeah, man. wow. And you and you still feel like you're nowhere where you want to be. Uh, like you're you're there, but you you still have so much more to accomplish. If I died today, yeah, I would be happy. Because I've helped so many come? people, man. Right. But the end goal is obviously to train like the best and the best in the world. But like, if I die today, man, I'm not I'm not worried about. I've done enough. Where I, you know, like I've given a given back. To the world, you know. Yeah. But obviously, like I want to give back to bil- millions of people, but I'm cool, you know. I'm 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 like I'm in a, I'm at peace. Yeah, with yourself. Yeah. And that comes. Do you think that comes with like meditation too, and like comes your, meditation, your mind and like priming? Yeah. 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 Once you like, you know, what life's really about right. Like. Right. Then you, you can get to that stage. Hundred percent. And what do you? Th- Go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna say, what do you think? Because because we can feel that sense and that energy from you guys. You guys are really spiritual, and you feel that, and like you're at peace. How do you? What's the struggle to get like your, because we're talking about like circle, like your parents or like your brother, or your sister or like your close friends. How do you get them? Obviously not to like, talking. yeah, like not to like, you know, quit their jobs and start something what they believe in, obviously, because that's not practical, but to have that same kind of like energy, because obviously they feed mm-hmm. and they feel your vibe. But how do you, how do you go about, especially when that's like your parents, when they don't always like believe in what you're mm-hmm. doing or this or like your best friend or your brother and sister, right? Because it's just, it's just you, yeah. right? How do you go about that? And do you try to push it? Do you just keep it the way it is? Like, what are your what are your strategies? I just feel like you can't push anybody on anything. Right? No, of course. And like, especially like with me, like I I, I believe that your life is your life. <clears throat> it's not your parents' life, right? Like, yeah. they're gonna die. Like, your parents are probably they're old, right? They're not gonna live your life for you. Right. At the end of the day, it's like, are you willing to? S- That's probably the hardest sacrifice in our life. Is that we we gotta sacrifice. Pretty much like living for them, like right? Living for them, for us. them out, yeah. Yeah, man. So like, at the end of the day, like, that's probably the hardest thing to do. But you gotta know what you want. Like, you gotta chase it. Yeah. And, and once your parents start seeing a little bit of your results, results and action, like, oh man, like you know, he's doing good. Yeah. Doing what he loves is fine. Like he's comfortable. Right. They'll start believing just a little bit. Right. And it just takes more time and action yeah. and results, right? But I don't think you can change people. Even with me, I don't try to change people as much. Just, just no. put this message out there and like. People will latch on, you know, like right. If they mess with it, they mess with it. They don't. Yeah, like it, some people it takes longer to realize, it, and some people it's like, oh, I don't agree with this. Fine though. Right. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's deep. Yeah. Okay, but Josh, I wanted to ask you a question. What do you see yourself doing, man? <coughs> that's good. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, what do I see myself doing? Yeah. Like right now, like you're helping out your boy, but yeah. is it gonna be like, yo, like it's my time to like do my own thing or open my own thing or start my own thing or like for you personally? See, the thing about that is, like, I don't really know. I don't really like looking too much into the future. I, I like that because like you're you're learning off this guy and you're feeding off him, yeah. and it's helping you become like a better leader, right? Yeah, I'm just really yeah exactly. I'm just really open up to, uh, to everything. Staying, I'm, right now, I just know I'm on that on that path. 
the destination may change, but mm -hmm. I'm still moving forward, right? right. I don't really look behind me. I don't really look into too much into the past, and mm -hmm. I don't really look too much into the future because that's good. When I get when I try to get get to where I want to go, yeah, and I'm, I, I I can't make it to that destination, I'm gonna feel let down. It's gonna be even worse, right? You just right. enjoying so, the now. Exactly, I like man. That. Just enjoying the now, being completely present, have an idea where I want to get to, yeah, but just keep it at that. Right. Don't don't make it don't, don't turn it into reality because it's not. Right. It's, okay. it's it's a yeah. It's not in reality. It's not reality. I like that. That's it's crazy. I, like I feel like that kind of relates to Josh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Josh is kind of in the middle, but for me, man, I'm like a planner, man. Yeah, I like I like to know too, everything. Right? Like, yo, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, this has yeah. to come to that domino effect, basically. Yes. Right? Yeah. So. But I do I do I understand? Yeah. But like, I, just like, yeah, enjoying I, the I, now, I, right? I got plan Bs, but yeah, it's 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 good to do both because I got plan Bs, I got plan, but at the same time I got like plan A's, plan Bs, I got stuff to fall back on. Right. I got destinations I would love to go and I got plans, right? But at the same time you just gotta be real with yourself, right? Be a realist. Stuff stuff can it's Murphy's law, stuff can the won't always like be true, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like at the same time I'm just like you know, be present, enjoy, enjoy right now, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm cool with right now, and who knows what the future's gonna happen? Who knows what opportunity's gonna arise, right? Hundred percent. You don't know that, right? You don't know what's gonna happen, right? Exactly. You know, that's what's gonna pop up, right? Right. So just keep moving in that direction. Yeah. Just as long as you're not going backwards, you're, you're following that path. Just that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm on, on, on right now. So. I like that. Exactly. Yeah, man. I don't really like what, what in terms of what I, I want to do in the future. Uh, what he what he's doing is right now is really but this cool. is gonna help you like guide that people yeah impacting people and just helping out honestly to be real i i always like i love helping out people because it makes me feel good man 100 percent. i like completely that completely selfish yeah but at the same time it's not selfish no you're like, selfless you're back, you're yeah selfless, but, but yeah. like that's the reward bro for yeah. some people they like helping people because they get money Right? right. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's always gonna be a or reward. An image, like, or yeah, our image. So take yeah. it in. Like, like, why do we wake out of bed in the morning? Because we want to. Yeah. Right. You have to want to. If there's no no benefit out of it, why are you gonna get up? Exactly. Kind of thing, right? Exactly. So it's not selfish. Yeah. You know? If you if you said I was doing it just so, nah. But you know what? That's the thing about like being selfish is so like um, subjective, right? Yeah. What does selfish really mean? Yeah. Right. It, it could be good because like at the same time like. Keep it good keeps and, going. and like your and your what your perspective is. So what you want to get out of life. Yeah. So some people just want it for money, yeah. but you're not gonna get money if that's what you're chasing. Let's see. Uh, right. Uh, let's say I'm being selfish because I need to take time to work on myself. Right. Work on my craft. Right. That too. Selfish, but, but that's in a good way. Like, okay, but now I have a question for all of us. Okay, like, is it selfish if someone said the only reason why the only reason I want to help people and deliver a service is for money? Is that selfish? Depends what like they want the money for. That's a good idea yeah. to look at it. Damn. No, if, yeah. if, it's, if it's like, if it's like, you know, everyone, we all need money, man. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, of I would course. love to be rich, but like, of course, of course, of course. You know what I mean? If I want, if I need, if I need, yeah, I need money, but if I want that money to, you know, give back, I want my, that my, that money to, to yeah. experience things that I could never experience. To live the life that you can afford, that right? Live the life that you, that want, you want. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was asked the question, like, it's like instead of asking people, what do you want to do? In the future, how do you want to live in the future? That's a real question, <laughs> right? How do you yeah. want to live? And yeah, like, that's so important. Like, do you want to make that hundred thousand dollars a year and barely see to see uh, your family, barely see your friends, or mm -hmm. have time, or do you want to live comfortably, or not live comfortably? But do you want to spend uh, significant amounts of time with that with your loved ones, 
know, travel the world, doing cool things, you know, mm-hmm. stuff you back, love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having enough money to, you know, start stuff and, you know, start different type of organizations, different things like that. Right. You know I mean? Right. 100%. So, And then you said plan B too. Um, I know a lot of people believe in plan B's, but um, a lot of people also say, not a lot, but a lot of people say it's kind of like a distraction of your plan A. Like if you have it in the back of your mind um, that, you know, what if this doesn't work out? Don't worry, it's fine. I have a plan B or whatever. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You know what? Depending on who you ask, it is a bad thing. Like, I don't know, you ever read the book Thinking Grow Rich? Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, it kept talking about that. I think in the beginning few chapters, it was saying a story about the Spartans, right? Or it was some nation that was, they're going for war, right? Onto an island. So they took a boat, and when the captain got off the boat, everyone's off the boat, he burned the boat down. And he's like, the only way we're getting off this island is if we win and survive. Mm-hmm. Right? So basically, so it's like the mindset. That's the, what I'm trying the, to say. The boat was a plan B, right? right, right. Is it, yo, if we lose, we're going we're gonna to run back to the boat, go back home, right? right? But now that there's no plan B, it's either you die or you win trying kind of thing, right? right. So that's why sometimes I feel like the plan B is always a handicap, right? And plan B for everyone is usually school. It's like, I want to do this, but you know, just in case it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. I have this to fall back on, right? Right. Which once you have something to fall back on, like you have a wall to rest you, on, you start getting that in your you, head. You're a not. Bit. You're not a hundred percent anymore. Because you have that thought, and that dictates everything. Like what you guys are talking about with your mindset. Once you have that plan B thought, like what he said, then you're like, okay, ninety. It's a cushion, you know. Instead of hundred percent on your full goal, you're like 89, 11. It's right? like the second or you like start struggling, and say, ah, oh, man, I'm going back to my work. Right. So like, exactly. Yeah, the business not working. Ah, oh, I'm going back to the job. Right. But what do you? It, 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 goes, it just goes back to passion. Right. Exactly. Passion. That's what it comes exactly. down to. Exactly. Yeah. Those are just like. That's like, like your morals, your values. Like, what do yeah, you value? Just, yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He much. can speak. But he can speak more about passion more than me because, like, yeah. he's actually living it. He's doing it, right? Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I think you're living it too, though, because you you guys are together. You guys are on this yeah, journey together, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not just him; it's both you guys. Right, right. I think it's because it's like, like obviously you're the one going on stage and you're talking and stuff, but he's there. He's living it with you, kind of like Eric Thomas. Nobody sees all his guys around him, right? Like all his homies that are there, but they're all living it with him. He's just the one that's talking on stage. And yeah, and that's and that's the dope part, right? right? For example, right? We watch ET, we watch Gary, and all these guys, right? Right. We're watching these guys only the stuff that they let us see. Right, mm-hmm. you don't but see it's the guys surrounding the that see right. it's what fair. else builds it's that up there. It's right? It's everybody. So that's yeah. that's next level, man. Exactly. That's next level. Mm-hmm. But bringing it back to basketball, man. Since <laughs> since you're the basketball guy, right? <laughs> Tell us the hustle on the court. Like uh, what it takes. Like what it takes, bro. Like like going from like a like a C minus basketball player to becoming like the top dog. Have you seen that in your career? Like in your training, like you have some guys sh- like shit. I'm talking about like like. Garbage, or not just not garbage, but like, like a street baller basically. But he has no coordination, and then him turning into like a grade A player. Mm-hmm. And do you believe do you have to have talent too, or is it just all hard work, or is it a mix of both? It depends on level you want to play at, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, the NBA you need both. Of course. To be honest with you, there's no romanticizing that. You need to be athletic, because the game's changed now, right? Yeah. Like, you see Russell Westbrook's, they're popping up everywhere now. Yeah. And like. If a kid can't is not that athletic, you gotta tell him straight up that yo the chances you're going to the league are like very rare, man. Yeah. So you might want to do something else. Right. And what do you think about pro? Pro is there's a lot of opportunities pro, but that becomes how passionate they are because there's a lot of pro gigs overseas where you're making like twelve hundred a month, and you're you know nothing. No. Yeah. But it depends what you want to do, right? Right. And then that, 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 that just depends on the person, I guess. But, like, 
turning players, the, it, it takes a lot of it's fundamentals. You know, you gotta teach them the right way of doing certain things. Right. A lot of coaches now are teaching like, uh, like two ball and stuff like this. All like, these like fancy stuff. Yeah, you see yeah, Steph Curry yeah, doing and stuff. But like at the end of the day, it comes down to the basics, right? We see less players like fundamentals, like footwork and like knowing what to do off like certain uh, aspects, like screen and roll and stuff like that. Knowing plays, knowing all five positions, stuff like that matters more, I think, than just the skill development is. It's important, but knowing the game. Knowing the game. <laughs>